Hi guys, welcome back to Elephants in the Room. Welcome to my weird setup I have here. Um, I'm at an Airbnb for a week, uh, actually less than a week. Um, I'm in Nashville. I love Nashville. It's so pretty. Um, I'm here for, um, my boyfriend has rehearsals here and in a couple days we're going to be on tour. We're going to be on a tour of us for like a month. It's going to be crazy. Um, yeah, I don't know why I always get nervous before I film. Like I'm, I doubt myself a lot, but, um, yeah, we're just going to hang out. I'm going to talk to you guys today about plans, plans. This is, this is one of those episodes that I've thought about doing, but I've just never done it. it it's, it's kind of an interesting topic, um, but it's something that is very real. Um, plans failing, plans not working out, life not going the way that you want it, life not going the way that you planned, relationships not going the way that you planned, um, so many different plans that we make in life. Um, and I think probably one of the biggest lessons I've learned in my adult life is that plans really only have ever hurt me. And I know that that sounds crazy, but like there have been very few plans in my life that have actually turned out the way that I planned them to like genuinely. And it's been a really humbling lesson to learn over time. Um, it's been hard. It's been frustrating. It's been confusing. It's been everything that you could think of. And I mean, if my life doesn't exemplify failed plans, I like don't know what does like, and it's crazy too, because I feel that even now after I've come out of everything and after I left the church and after my divorce and after I've healed and, and, you know, started to build a new life for myself, I still find myself falling into making plans for my life or for myself and them falling through and it just being super discouraging. Luckily it's not my first rodeo and I've kind of been through this before where I've, I've kind of learned the hard way that like, it's just, some things just don't work out the way you want. But it is discouraging. It is discouraging. It's really heartbreaking. And um, yeah, it's just something I want to talk about because it was like a huge slap in my face when it happened. When I first became an adult, like when I realized how much of our lives that we plan out and how much we do to try to control the outcome of our lives and how much we're out of control of. Like we're out of control of so many things. So we spend so much time and energy and so much of our heart planning, you know, again, and this could be planning how your relationship will turn out, how your friendship will turn out, your career, your financial status, where you're going to live, what you're going to do, like just everything. There's so many things that we plan, what age you're going to get married, what age you're going to have kids, um, you know, where you're going to be at when you're 20, where you're going to be at when you're 25. Like we just love to plan. We love to plan, or at least me, I'm a planner. And I think part of the reason I'm such a planner is because I love 
to be in control. I hate being out of control. It's like I almost rather be in control and know the outcome, even if the outcome's bad, than to not be in control and not know the outcome when there's a possibility of something ending good. Because I rather be able to predict the outcome because I'm so scared of the unknown and I'm so scared of things not working out and things being bad. Like I just, my abandonment issues go so deep. And I've said this in another podcast. Matter of fact, the clip that I talked about, it went viral, but, um, because I have such bad abandonment issues, like I thought that those only really like showed and, and came to light in relationships, but they actually, I've realized that they actually affect my whole life. My deep abandonment wounds from my childhood, they affect everything because even life situations, jobs, opportunities, anything, anything in my life, not just relationships, I constantly am convinced that it's going to go bad. And I'm constantly convinced that it's going to be the worst case scenario, that everything's going to fall apart and that nothing good is going to happen because I have these abandonment wounds. And so it plays into every part of my life, which is scary because it, it can really make you, it can make you stay somewhere that you shouldn't be. And it can make you stay in a cycle, whether it's in a relationship or in a job or where you live or your circumstances or your environment or just anything or habits. Like it can make us stay there way longer than we're meant to. And we just repeat this cycle. I think in life, whether you have trauma or maybe you don't have trauma or you don't think you have trauma and you come from like a more normal background or you come from a more severe background, more trauma, um, we like what we know. Most of us are a product of our environment. And so a lot of the times, you know, the way that our parents are and the way that our parents live and the way that our parents deal with their emotions and they deal with other people and the way that they deal with relationships is oftentimes how we deal with relationships. You know, it's funny, like the saying they say, oh, you marry someone like your dad or you marry someone like your mom. And I think it's true. And I think it's because we are attracted to, and we are comfortable with what we know. And so, you know, in a sense, there's not really anything wrong with that. But at the same time, there is because what if what we know isn't healthy? And what if what we know is hurting us? And what if what we know is abusive? And what if what we know is not the way we're supposed to live? And also when we only do what we know and we only act the way that we were taught or believe in the things that we were taught about or stay in the place we were raised, we hold ourselves back from so much growth and so much character development because we never really have to develop our character because when you're not facing any obstacles or challenges in front of you or changes that are big and you're just living in this familiar space, you don't really break down. You don't, you're not, you're not facing like much pain or yeah, just like a breaking down of 
yourself and your spirit and your character, which is, you know, how do you build muscle? You break the muscle down and then it grows back stronger. And so it's same thing with our character. Um, it's crazy how God's like that, like how everything resembles everything. God's crazy. But, um, yeah, so it's just dangerous. Um, a lot of the times to just do what we know and to do what is comfortable, but it's safe. It's safe because we know the outcome. And if we do the things that we know, we know how it'll turn out. We know how our lives will turn out. We know how we'll feel. We'll, we'll know what we're going to see, what we're going to experience. And so there's, there's a comfort in that. And I think there's some things in life that it's good to replicate and do the things that we believe are good. And, you know, oh, okay. I saw that, um, you know, my mom and my dad had a really loving relationship and they treated each other with a lot of love and respect. Like I'm going to do that too, because that's the kind of marriage I want you know, there's nothing wrong with that. That's a good thing. Or, oh, I'm going to say thank you and, um, have good manners or, oh, I'm going to work really hard and I'm going to start saving money at this age because I can see that, you know, my siblings do that. And now they have this amount of money. Like there's nothing wrong with seeing the outcome of something and doing it because you want that security and you want that safety. There's nothing wrong with that. I think that that's a healthy thing, but at the same time to think that that's just like how life is going to be. So yeah, sometimes we could do everything right, expecting a certain outcome to happen and it doesn't. And sometimes we make mistakes and the plans that we have fall through because of the mistakes that we made. So yeah, I kind of want to talk about, you know, different kinds of plans. So like there's the plans that we are primarily in control of. So they involve us. Um, typically these things can be goals. Um, like I want to work out five times a week for the next six months. And I want to, um, you know, lose 5% body fat or, um, I'm going to save $5 a day. And then in, you know, a year or however long I'm going to have this amount of money or, Oh, I'm going to go to college and I'm going to get this degree and I'm going to get this job after college. Um, you know, there's a lot of choices that we make in life that lead us up to outcomes. And so there are plans that we set that in a sense, we do have a lot of control in those plans. And then there's the other plans that involve other people. So like relationships, like I'm going to marry this person or, oh, I'm going to date this person, or I'm going to be friends with this person forever for the rest of my life, or I'm going to go and move in with this friend I have in college. That's my plan. Um, you know, we have these plans, but the problem with those plans is that they involve other people. And so there's a sense of there is a lot of that plan that we're out of control of at least 50% because a relationship, a friendship, a decision to do something together takes both people. It takes both people's 100% to choose that. And so it already narrows it down to 50%. And then you have to think about just any external circumstances or things that could change or move that plan. And so there's a lot that you're, 
you know, you're out of control of. And so that's why it's really dangerous to get so attached to the plans that we make because when they fall through, it hurts. And, you know, I feel like a broken record talking about this, but I mean, (laughs) I, growing up, I was such a planner. Like I was like, okay, I'm going to get married when I'm 21. I'm going to have kids when I'm 23. I'm going to be a psychologist. I'm going to go to school for eight years, be a psychologist. Um, if I don't do that, I'm going to go to school and be a chef. Um, and then, yeah, I'm going to have probably three or four kids and I'm going to live happily ever after. And I spent most of my childhood fantasizing my future because I saw what bad choices led to in life. So like looking at my parents, I saw that they were both drug addicts and I saw the hurt that that caused me. I saw the hurt that it caused my siblings. I saw the hurt that it caused them. I saw the hurt that it caused everyone around us. And I saw how their decisions rippled and affected everyone around them. Um, how it affected their financial situation, how it affected their health, all these different things, their marriage, because they got divorced when I was eight. So I was like, okay, I, I, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be like that. And so because I saw the negative consequences of their choices, I was like, I'm going to do everything right. And most of my childhood was that, me trying to do everything right to avoid ending up like them. It's my deepest fear. And... um you know, I remember when I was young, I always used to say like, I will never get a divorce, like ever, ever, ever. I'll never do that. And, you know, I will never not have money. Like I will always work hard. So I have money and I will, you know, all these plans that I have, I will have a healthy, happy husband. And, um, you know, I will never treat my kids bad. I'll never do all these things. Like I just had all these plans. Um, And what was scary about that was just that I think that I idealized my plans and like fantasized about my plans for the future so much because my present environment was so rough and sad. And so I was like, as long as I have a good future, like I'm going to be okay. And even though I think there's beauty in that, I think there's beauty in making good choices every single day to lead you up to outcomes because there is a lot that we are in control of. You know, we wake up, we have the 24 hours and even though we're not in control of everything around us, there are some things that we are in control of for sure. Um, and so I think it's positive to make good choices that, you know, will lead to positive outcomes for you and the people around you, but it's just not always like that. And so, I learned a very hard lesson when I turned 18 and I got married and by 21, I was divorced and I left the church that I grew up in and that I was so devoted to. And I was so embarrassed, so embarrassed, ashamed It was the most humbling experience of my life because every plan that I had fell through. Not only that, I did everything quote unquote right 
or I, or I at least tried. I tried. I'm not perfect, but I overextended myself in being like, okay, but if I do this, well, if I do that, if I do this, if I make this choice, I can fix this. And if I make that choice, I can fix that. And if I'm here, then this can't happen. And if I'm there, then this person can't feel this way. And da, 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 da. Like, it's just this cycle of like choices, choices, choices. And like, I thought I could control the outcome of my life and of the people around me, their life, you know, close people. And it's just not like that. It is just not like that. A relationship takes two willing people. And also, you know, part of what happens when our plans fall through is like, there's information maybe we didn't know. There's things that happen. There, There's so much that goes into it. And so when I you know, found out the information I did about the church and, you know, that's a whole nother story. But when I found that out and I left the church, I was like, oh my gosh, I used to look at people and be like, oh, I I will never leave the church. I'll never be like that person. And I used to look at people that were divorced and be like, oh, I'm never going to be like that person. And I also used to look at people who didn't go to college and I was like, oh, I'm never going to be like that person. And there I am at 21 with no college degree, no money, divorce, an ex-Mormon. And I was like, dang, okay, so I have nothing. And the reason that I had nothing is I was giving everything to those things and nothing to me. And I was leaving no wiggle room for anything else to happen because in my head, it was that or nothing. The church or nothing. Staying married or nothing. College or nothing. And so it was like, okay, I was so set in stone on those plans. Where do I go from here? Because now I have nothing. And so with all of that being said, it's, it's really heartbreaking when things don't work out. It's really heartbreaking, especially too, when you do everything right. And so that's, what's hard is when we do everything right, And we work for these relationships and for these things. And, you know, you study a million hours and you still fail the test or you go and get the degree and you still can't get the job, Um, you know, or your partner doesn't want to be with you anymore. Or maybe your partner, you know, you just you don't know. There's so many things. There's so many things, so many things that we don't plan on. And when that happens, a lot of times, especially when we do everything right, quote unquote, right we immediately internalize it. So when things don't work out, it's like, oh, there's something wrong with me. I'm not good enough. I'm flawed. I'm, I'm not enough for that thing or that person, whatever it is. And we let it completely deteriorate our self-esteem. And that's what happened to me when I tell you guys, I hated myself. After I got divorced and I left the church, I felt like absolute garbage about myself. Like, I don't know how else to, to say it. I did not love myself. I did not have any love for myself. And I internalized everything. And I thought that everything that was happening around me was because of me and was because I wasn't good enough. And that's just not the case because again, There is so much that we are out of control of. And just because something doesn't work out, even, 
you know, in life or in a relationship, it doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you. Like it, it really doesn't. If you are in your early adult life or you're even a teenager and you're starting to experience these things and plans falling through and people hurting you, I just want to encourage you that it, it's not about you. Now, with that being said, sometimes we make plans and they fall through because we didn't keep up on our word and we messed up and we made a mistake and we, we couldn't commit to the work that it took for that plan. And that happens too. Um, but even when that happens, I want to encourage you that you can't let it rock your self-esteem and you can't let it rock your self-worth because just because you didn't have the strength or the grit or the determination or the discipline to do something that you set your mind to doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you. It's part of being a human. It's failing. It's learning. It's growing. And I'm going to tell you something right now, like you're never going to do everything right in your life and you're never going to not make a mistake and you're never going to keep every promise that you make. It's just not realistic. We're humans. Like we, we mess up, we make mistakes, we overextend ourselves. Sometimes we think we can do more than we actually can just because we want to dream big. We want to imagine big, but it's just not that simple. And so even when you do fail, or don't follow through on your word for something and one of your plans doesn't come true, don't beat yourself up. Do not. And I think one of the reasons it's so hard to function when plans fall through is because it feels like you're starting from ground zero and it feels like all the work that you've put into all of those things is gone. Um, And I think another reason it's hard when plans fall through is because it's like we get sometimes more obsessed with the idea of something than what it actually is. And so we don't think that anything else will suffice. Anything else will satisfy us or make us happy or bring us joy like that plan would or like that person would or that relationship would or that friendship. And so we get so attached to what isn't for us and what doesn't work out. And um, that's also just not good because I'm 24, about to be 25, and I'm not saying I know everything. Trust me, every day I'm humbled when I learn something new and I'm like, Oh, (laughs) cool. (laughs) Um, but life is just not about your plans working out and about having the perfect picket fence and the perfect family and getting married and, you know, doing all these things, having your dream career. Like life is actually better than that. Life is a journey. Life is so much pain, but you really don't know joy without pain. You really don't like the pain that I've gone through in my life has helped me to appreciate the good things in my life so much more than I would have, if I would have never experienced the hard times that I went through. And I know that that sounds dumb and you're like, Oh, well, I just don't want to go through the hard things. And I get that. But not only does it help me have joy, but it also has developed my character and it's helped me to be 
a more humble person, a more loving person, a more understanding person. Because when you haven't gone through anything hard in your life and when your plans haven't fallen through, it's really easy to look at other people and judge them. And I used to do that. That used to be me. And now it's like, I have just learned you cannot judge someone until you are in their shoes and you've been through what they've been through. Not everything is black and white. Everything is complicated. Everything has a root. And we're all such sensitive, fragile human beings who just want to be loved. And we go through so much disappointment and hurt on the daily in life and losing friendships, heartbreak, family members being sick or toxic or people passing away. Like there's so much that happens in life and it really affects us a lot. And it's just not, it's just not as simple as we think it is. And so it's like, we need to extend so much love and grace for one another. And we also need to leave wiggle room in our plans. So that is something that I've learned to do in my life, slowly and surely leave wiggle room. So yes, hope for the future. Look ahead. If there are certain things that you want or desire in life, there's nothing wrong with going after those things. There's nothing wrong with setting a standard and saying, this is all I'll accept. This is all I want. And this is what I'm going to work for, but leave wiggle room, leave wiggle room. And I tell you what you should leave wiggle room for mistake, error, And you also need to leave wiggle room for God. We're ever changing all the time. Our desires are changing. Our personalities are changing. Everything. The more we experience in life, the more that we learn about ourselves and about others. And when that happens, things change. Our desires change. Our goals change. Our plans change. And so you have to leave room for that because, you know, the young version of yourself that made all these plans and had all these goals for their life. That's a beautiful season. And that's beautiful that as kids, we desired and wanted certain things, but also as adults, it's just different. It's different life. Like being an adult is so much harder than I realized, but it's also way cooler than I realized. Like there's a lot of really special things about adulthood, but then it's also like so confusing because you're literally like a kid still And you have all these responsibilities, you have all this pressure and there's so much pain and heartache and, and sadness and, and trial and pain, but there's so much beauty and there's so much joy. And life is just not about like the things that we think it is. Like, I I mean, I believe that, that God used everything that I've been through for my testimony and to be able to get on this podcast and encourage anyone who's struggling with any similar things or even anything else that feels alone, that feels like the struggle that they're going through and the pain and the destruction that's happening in their life defines them. And it doesn't, it actually details your character and it leads you to be the best version of yourself. And that's forever happening, but only if we're open to that, if we just sit and spend our whole lives so obsessed with the ideas and the plans that we have and we leave no room for God and we leave no room for error and we leave no room for things to happen that are out of our control like we're going to be really sad people we're going to be really bitter people and that was me I was very bitter when my plans didn't work out I was very bitter I was very angry mad at myself mad at others hopeless I was like there's nothing else I don't want anything else and now I'm going to be sad forever That's how I felt. And I spent too many months of my life, actually years, 
being depressed and being like, okay, well, like life sucks now because my plans didn't work out. And then God showed me that he had something better for me. And it's messy and it's complicated. And even this new life that I have, it's not perfect. And there are things that I wish I could change. And there are things that I don't understand. And there are things that I'm struggling with and working through and things that are really hard. But God has brought so much redemption in my life. And the most beautiful part about it is instead of patting myself on the back and being like, Nicole, you did so good. Look at all the choices that you made and everything you did right to lead you here. I don't give myself the credit anymore. I give it to God because he's the one who saved me. And he's the one that pulled me up out of the gutter when I had no hope, when I was lost, when I was scared. And when I had lost everything that I'd worked so hard for, and he led me and guided me and he led me and guided me to my life now and all the fruit and all the relationships and the goodness has come from him. And so I don't get the glory anymore because it was God's plans, not mine. He was like, wait, hold up. Not your plans, my plans. And it's hard because, you know, we live in a world with sin and we also live in a world of free choice. So I want to talk about this because I used to think this all the time when I was going through everything hard and I'd started to develop a relationship with Jesus. I was like, why would, why would such a loving God do these things to me? Why would such a loving God make everything fall through? And this is a verse that encouraged me so much. And it still does. It's one of my favorite verses. Romans 8, 28. And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. So everything that you go through, even if the enemy meant it for evil, even if someone in your life meant it for evil, even if someone else messed up, God uses that for your good and for his glory. And that's really crazy. So even the most evil thing in the world, even the hardest thing that you've gone through that you look up in the sky and you say, God, why would you let me go through this? Number one, he has compassion for you. He has love for you. Um, John 11, 35, Jesus wept. When you are heartbroken, Jesus's heart breaks for you. He doesn't want to see you hurt. Like he has experienced every hurt, every pain, everything on this world that we've experienced. And he hurts when we hurt. It's not like he wants you to go through those painful, painful things. But again, things happen. And the promise that he gives us because we have free will is that he will turn all the most evil things that the enemy wanted to destroy you with, that the enemy wanted to take your life away with, that the enemy wanted to discourage you and bring you down with, and he will bring goodness out of it. And he will bring a testimony out of it. He will bring you closer to him. He will develop your character. And so I know there's a lot of evil things that happen in this world and even more evil things than I've experienced. I know there's a lot of sad, sad, painful stuff that people look up and they say, why God? But what I want to encourage you with is that no matter what it is that you went through, God can use that. He can use it for your good and for his glory. So I want to encourage you with that. Um, 
So I want to talk about some things you guys can do if your plans fall through in life, because it's going to freaking happen all the time. And it happens to me all the time. Those are two big life situations where my plans have fallen through, but there's been many things. For example, I started an online boutique when I was first divorced and it was like everything to me. I was so excited. I was like, I'm going to have this forever. This is what I'm going to do. And it didn't work out. And I ended up changing my mind. And, you know, (laughs) then, you know, there's been smaller things like, you know, this podcast or certain things, like I'll set certain goals for myself and then I won't hit them. I'll be like, oh, okay. Um, that stinks, you know? And so there's just so many little plans that we make. And even currently in my current life, um, in my relationship, there's a lot of plans that we've been making and exciting plans, but a lot of things have fallen through and it's hard. Cause we, we kind of got our hopes up and we were like, oh my gosh, this is so exciting. We're gonna do this thing. And then things fell through, but the promise that we always rest on is God has something better. So even when something doesn't work out and you get really excited about it, well, God has something better. I saw something today that actually says there's only so many answers that God can give you. And it's yes, no, wait, or I have something better for you. And this is also something that's interesting to talk about because I know there's people who listen to this podcast who aren't believers. And if you're not, I freaking love you. Thank you for being here. And I'm I know I talk a lot about Jesus on here and it's just because he's a big part of my life. But also I want to encourage you that whatever it is that you believe in, whether it's a higher power or any way of life, like I want to encourage you with the same things. And I also believe that there is a God that loves you and that wants a relationship with you. And I want to encourage you with that, but also all love and respect no matter what. And I hope that this message and some of what I'm saying can still resonate and apply to you and with you. Um, But yeah, so... Let's talk about things to do once everything falls apart and your plans fall apart and you're like, frick, I'm upset and my plans fell through and I'm hurt and I'm discouraged. I want to talk about some things that you can do. So the first thing that you need to do is you need to let yourself grieve. When plans fall through and when something doesn't work out the way that we wanted to, especially if we put a lot of work into it, whether it's the outcome of a relationship, a job, a situation, anything, you have to let yourself grieve what you lost, the idea of what you lost. Even if you never obtained that full plan coming to fruition, you need to let yourself grieve. So, you know, it's a loss of that. You have to grieve. You have to go through the five stages of grieving and then rest, regroup and reimagine rest. When your plans fall through, it can be really discouraging. It can be really painful and it can be really hard. So let yourself rest. Let yourself just take a load off, know that it's not the end of the world and let yourself rest. The next thing is to regroup, get your mind back together, get your body back together, try to screw your head back on straight and regroup, come to a place of peace. And the next thing is to reimagine. That's the beautiful things about when plans fall through or something doesn't work out is that you have a whole world around you of anything that you can think of and dream of and just know that it's better for you. Um, so reimagine, rediscover, redecide what you want for your life and who you want in your life and the things that you want to accept, the things that you don't want to accept, you get to, re- you kind of get a redo, which is nice. 
It's honestly nice because it's, it's, it's refreshing and it's a reset. Um, the next thing that you can do is make attainable plans of things that you're in control of. So a lot of times when we think too far into the future, it causes anxiety. And when we think too far into the past, it causes depression, right? And so focusing on small obtainable goals that are in your near future are really positive. So like daily habits, little things you can do every day that you know you're in control of, you know, try to make those plans. Okay, I'm going to wake up. I'm going to spend an hour doing this. You know, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do like whatever little goals are. I'm trying to think of examples of like little goals that you would do. Um, yeah, I mean, it could be as simple as like, I'm not going to have more than two hours of screen time every day. And so you set a timer on your phone for screen time and then your phone locks you out. Um, or I'm going to drink eight glasses of water every day. Or if you really love something and you want to pursue something, you could say, I'm going to spend an hour every single day or every other day putting towards my passion or hobby or my goal. Or I'm going to spend one hour studying for every, I'm going to spend one hour studying every week. Or even relationally, if you do want something good in your relationship or you're working towards something, there's nothing wrong with setting goals and being like, okay, I want a healthier and happier relationship. So I'm going to go to therapy. I'm going to spend more time with God. I'm going to encourage and ask if my partner would like to go to therapy with me. Um, you know, I'm going to write down a list of things that I want. I'm going to write down a list of things I can do better. I'm I'm going to write down a list of things that I want to communicate with my partner. Like there's a lot of things that we can do and that we are in control of. Um, but usually those are kind of the short goals that are in the very foreseeable future. Now, I don't think it's wrong with making plans or goals for like far in the future, but you have to leave wiggle room. That's the most important thing. Um, so yeah, just leave wiggle room for your plans for you to change and for things around you to change. Um, cause we can't see into the future, which sucks, but it's also great because there's a world of possibilities and there's so many things that are going to come to light and in our life that we don't even know how good they are yet. Um, so yeah. And then something to encourage you with, if you feel like all your plans have fell through and you feel like life is just not where you thought it'd be. And even for me, like I'm 24 and like I'm divorced. I'm not remarried. I don't have a college degree. I'm not really like financially stable, I guess you could say for my age. Like I, I wish I was more financially stable and I'd put more money into an RIA or a Roth or whatever those things are. And like, there's a lot of regrets that I have or things that I wish I would have done different, you know, in a career sense, in a money sense, in a health sense. There's a lot of things that I regret and that I'm like, I wish I would have done this because if I would have done this, look where, at where I'd be now. And, um, I'm not necessarily where I thought I'd be. And a lot of the times it's really easy to feel like I'm a failure because I'm like, I'm 24 and like, this is where my life is. But I just have to remind myself every day that like, I'm human, I'm learning, I'm growing. And my character is more important than 
anything in my life, my relationship status, how much money is in my bank account, my career status. You know, there's just a lot of times when it's easy to compare ourselves to others and get really discouraged because we look around and we're like, oh, well, this person has this and this person has achieved this. And I trust me, I do that all the time. Like I a lot of the times feel like I'm really just far behind in life and like I failed and like if I would have done things differently and if I would have been more careful, I wouldn't be in the position I'm in, but I also wouldn't be in the position that I'm in and I wouldn't be who I am. And so I have to look at that and I have to be at peace with that and I have to have acceptance with that. So yeah, I'm figuring it out. Um, but yeah, like I said, good things is that when plans don't work out, it helps us grow. And the beautiful thing too, is sometimes there's just something way better than what you even thought, what you could even plan. And just also just rest in that God has a plan for you. And with that, I'll read one more verse. That's great. Um, Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans that I have for you declares the Lord plans to prosper you and not to harm you plans to give you hope and a future. So yeah, I just want to encourage you guys, seriously, anyone, especially anyone who's younger going into their adult years, or even if you're in high school or middle school and you're just going through a tough time at home, a tough time in a relationship, a tough time with friends, you you're not where you thought you'd be. You're in your mid twenties and, and, and you're lost and you're confused and you feel like a failure. I just want to encourage you guys that like life is not what we think it is. And like when you become an adult, no one knows what we're like, no one knows what they're doing. I don't think anyone knows what they're doing. I think we're all just trying to figure it out. And we think just because we're adults now, we just have to have it all figured out and we have to like be good at everything. And we have to be all these things. And it's like, life is hard. Life is confusing. Life is painful. Life is scary. Life is, this world is, there's a lot of darkness in this world and it's, there's just a lot. It's a lot. So I just want to encourage you that you're not alone. If you feel like you're far behind in life, if you feel like your pain and your trauma and everything you've been through is all for nothing, I want to encourage you that it, it will be used for something and it will help your character develop and it will help you appreciate life more and it will help you set boundaries and break generational curses and cycles and trauma and it will put you in healthier relationships and healthier situations and it will make you wiser and stronger and all these different things. And even though you don't deserve what's happened to you, it doesn't mean that there can't be good that comes out of it in life. So don't give up. Don't lose hope. <sighs> don't be so hard on yourself through the process. But yeah, I think that's it for today, guys. I love you very much. And um, yeah, I hope you enjoyed this. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like it's such just like I'm hate myself and like I just I'm like, what what am I even doing? Why am I talking like this? Why does anyone even care? Am I being annoying? Uh, it's weird. Having podcast is weird. It's amazing, but it's also weird. So those, those are real thoughts that I have. Um, I get insecure, <sighs> but that's okay. All of us do. It's 
part of life. So anyways, I love you guys. If you'd like to support me, you can follow me on social media, Nicole.Donna. You can follow my Elephants in the Room accounts. I have a TikTok. I have, I have a Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. I'm a little bit behind on my YouTube uploads because I haven't had good Wi-Fi, but I'm going to get my episodes uploaded on there. And then um, you can also leave this podcast a rating, a review, share it with a friend, share it on your social media. That really helps me. Um, yeah. I guess, I guess that's it. Um, I guess I'll close this episode out by saying what elephants are in your room. My name is Nicole and I'll talk to you guys next week.